The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Postgame with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. That is the big voice guy. Welcome you into another week of Nebraska Preps postgame. My man Jacob Padilla. Anytime I get him, that's a good day. So uh, I'm pretty happy about that. JP, how's it going, man? As we're kind of getting our lighting fixed, Shane's over there doing his thing. Cam is over there doing his thing. Do you feel like this is kind of a big deal? Uh, yeah, it's a little different here. Um, I guess they're up in the pr- uh, production value a little bit here. <laughs> Well, it's it's all this this high priced talent we're acquiring, <laughs> man. We got to make sure that like it it fits. It's exciting. It's very exciting. As uh, how, so, how you been, man? You you survived traveling to Des Moines with Sauter. Yeah, it, it went about like you thought it would. It had some good good conversation. Uh, it's a quick uh, two two hour drive or so, so not too bad. I I would agree, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got solder in complete agreement there. Um, yeah, yeah. ETG continuing to play well as as we'll talk to uh, one of the key cogs in the organization. Mitch Runco will join us uh, this week to talk about the three SSB tournament, kind of the the collab, the all that's transpired here uh, in in a busy spring off season, man. So we'll get all of that. But how was Des Moines? Uh, good. Uh, got to see some some, uh, some good basketball over there, like you said. Uh, the uh, the um, the fifteens and sixteens, both or sixteens and seventeens rather, both uh, showed out. Had a really good weekend. Uh, got to see all four of those games. Um, beat beat some high level teams there, and uh, a couple few guys played really well. Uh, Will Cooper was lights out for the seventeens, both yeah. games. Nine of thirteen from three in the two games against Martin Brothers and Mocan Elite. And he missed his last three. <laughs> so he was 9 of 10 at one point uh, between the two games. Uh, it's just a good uh, fit. I yeah. mean, they made the good deep run two years ago. Well, they made it in consecutive years, and hopefully this will be the third. But he was a good fit for them, right? Could could make corner threes. Is going to get open shots. You're playing with guards that are going to get you good looks. And they share the, when they share the ball, 
It's a good basketball team. And then he did a lot of little things, too, in addition to the shooting. He had a lot of deflections, steals, off, uh, contested rebounds. Yep. Like he, he just played well all around. Ma- made a key play yeah. against Kingdom Hoops a couple weeks ago. They were mounting a 15-, 16-point comeback and, you know, trying to trying to make a run and, and uh, got his hands on a loose ball, tipped it back out on a 50-50 ball. They NS, they, then they, in turn, end up getting a three-point play out of it. I think Caleb uh, Benning er, scored, uh, but it was all set up by Cooper's hustle. Yeah and getting his hands on loose balls. And, I mean, that's everything that Alvin wants, like, as a coach. And that's – that's if they play like that and he's kind of a key catalyst in that, they got a chance to be pretty okay. And John Bull didn't play for Mokan. Obviously, Caleb um, didn't play for BTG. So, neither team was at full strength. Then to reset the score at halftime, um, Mokan ended up winning the second half by one, but uh, OSA won the first half by five. So, ended up 64-60 was kind of the aggregate score for, for ETG. Um, so that, that was a good win for them. And then uh, the, the 16s, man, Braden Frager, jeez. We, we've talked game, about him all year. He, uh, he dropped 30 points on 11 to 17 shooting, nine rebounds. He had 50 points and 20 rebounds in, in two games over there in Des Moines. Man, is that kid talented. Hey, he's athletic. And <laughs> yeah. he's kind of start, really starting to put it together too. So uh, it's, it's going to be a ton of fun as I think. I think we've got the legend. He's here. He's joining us. Legend. There he is as we welcome in Mitch Runco. It's, he appears to be everybody's favorite. He could probably run for mayor. He's a little young to make the cutoff, <laughs> but he's awful well-liked, man. Mitch, welcome into Nebraska Preps postgame. How are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. So how's it? Excited about this weekend, yeah. man. Very excited about this weekend. Yeah, we'll start in baby steps. Let's back up. Yeah. Right, Jacob yeah. and I, the last, I don't know, probably four weeks, three weeks, have kind of tried to describe what's going on on the top circuits, the shoe circuits, what's going on with AAU basketball in Nebraska. Kind of catch us up to speed and how whirlwind <laughs> it's been for you as you've tried to work from behind the scenes for the last three or four months. Yeah. Well, the timing of <clears throat> these programs um, – coming together has been uh, it, it, was, it was a little bit challenging knowing that it was right as the high school season is ending and the AAU season is beginning so that did have its challenges but working with you know the guys at Nebraska Supreme has been awesome and now that we are working together to not only secure <clears throat> the best talent in Nebraska but also offer a stage for you know three or four different teams when we talk about ETG going to play on that Adidas 3 SSB as you guys know the Pro 16 team, which is, you know, I think we're labeling it Nebraska Supreme, will play in an invite only on that Pro 16 circuit. They'll be in St. Louis this weekend. They are loaded as well for that circuit. You know, um, yeah, Coach Padilla has has our 15s that are, are really fun to watch too. That's going to be on that 16 or on that Pro 16 circuit as well. And then after that, you you break back into your OSA Crusaders teams, your your uh, Lincoln Supreme teams, um, who will be playing in. Um, kind of more your regional circuit, a lot of recruit looks, um, and Mike Enright does a great job of getting college coaches in front of those guys. So um, the merge has yeah, it's obviously helped us at the top, but it's also helped us with a number of kids and helping them get opportunities um, on the, you know in the spring and summer. So this is interesting, not to steal your thunder here real quick, JP, but you're getting folks to play nicely together. And in the AAU circuit, that's kind of the running joke is that that's not what happens, right? It's – 
I've got to get mine. There isn't a lot of collaboration. Sometimes we forget about the kids involved to get the best product possible. How, how, how have you made it happen? Well, I mean, we've got, uh, you know, some great coaches, number one. You know, I think that's why, you know, obviously the, the track and the circuits are a big selling point because kids get to play against their level of competition. And at the top, we obviously get to play against the best teams and players in the country. You know, so, I mean, guys want to play against the best. They want to be challenged. Uh, they want to see what else is out there. What They want to see how their talent um, stacks up against the rest. And then on top of the fact that we've got great players and we've got great coaches, like I said, I mean, Alvin – you know, he does a great job with those 17. I've been doing, you know, even when I was doing this in Los Angeles, Matt, I mean, Alvin is as good as it gets. I mean, when it comes to getting his kids to compete and play hard. Um, and so, you know, he's he's been awesome. Uh, you know, our 16s are coached by Marty Levinson, um, who just took the Trinity job down in Texas, one of the top JCs. He's our head 16s coach, but he tag teams that with Ryan Reeder and Trey Tarpley. Um, Ryan was the head coach at Waverly. Um, and so, you know, what I love about this group of coaches is that the egos are out the door. Everybody just, they, we come into practice, we all work together. Um, you know, whether we're in games or not, everybody's on each other's benches. And we are trying to create something that's bigger than basketball. We want this to be not just an AAU team. You know, we want this to be, you know, like we all talk about, we have a great culture, we have a great family. Um, we really want to represent, you know, our community the best that we can. And so those are the things that are most important. And as we get closer and we start to work better with, uh, you know, the Supreme guys and, and we get into this later in the spring and summer, you know, we want to do a lot more than just basketball. I mean, I talked to Matt Cumro today, you know, who, who runs Supreme and things that we're talking about our community service. How can we get our boys together? How can we be out there in the community? And so this is a, a lot bigger than just between the lines for us. Yeah. That being said, uh, you've got about a month in, uh, under your belt and a couple, couple of weekends now we've seen the, the teams play. From a basketball standpoint, what, what have you noticed? What has stood out about kind of those teams coming together and what you've seen from the ETG teams uh, through, turn, through two tournament weekends so far? Well, the 17s, um, you know, their core stuck together. Yeah. Um, we added Will Cooper, who has been, like you were saying, awesome. That play that you were talking about, uh, Damon and uh, at UBT, uh, I remember that. Oh, very, Kingdom very well, Hoops, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah, the community when he dove on the loose ball and uh, and then he comes out to uh, Des Moines and just lights it up. You know, so Will has been a great a rope coming down through traffic. You know, getting a big dunk and he's got great hands and great feet and he's just a great person. And our guys really, I mean, that's what really separates that team Completely from a agree. lot of AAU teams yep. is they enjoy playing together. Yep. And that you don't see very often in AAU because you're getting hits from all over the place. And, you know, they're probably the star at their high school. So then they try to do an AAU team. So that 17s hasn't changed a whole lot. And they're very familiar with Jacob, with Will. So that was easy. The 16s is wild because <laughs> now you're basically talking about half of the ETG <laughs> from last year, half of the Nebraska Supreme team. Um, and uh, that they've been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, that team is so talented, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to talk about, you know, where they, they stack up against, you know, some of the better teams in the country, especially, you know, when we get into the end of the summer, it's going to be great because you're going to have in Vegas, the Nike teams, the Adidas teams, the Under Armour teams, um, and the Pro 16 teams are all going to be uh, in that Vegas tournament, which will kind of be a, a great finale at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, the, that 16 team, I think can beat anybody. I really think that they can beat anybody because they are so deep. You know, they just wear you down because they're, they have a great size. They're physical. I mean, you got guys like Robbie Garcia, 
you know, who looks like a grown man. He's 15 years old and wears a size 16. Mm-hmm. You know, that kid, that kid is an intriguing prospect. Um, you got Braden Frager that you guys have been talking about a lot, um, who is, who has just stolen the show. And if he has a great weekend, like I expect him to uh, here in, here in Iowa West, you know, he has a chance to really take off in his recruiting. He will be one of the best athletes in that gym. And we've talking about some of the best players in the country, you know, and then a guy who has been hurt and we haven't had him and he had a good practice last night. He's probably about 75, 80% is Derek Rollins, another 15 year old, uh, wearing size 15s. Um, and he's, you know, he's, we had him to the team too. And I mean, that team beat a really good Mocan team that had all of their guys yeah. without Derek Rollins, you know, um, Lazare Houston, you know, I think a guy who, who, who's a great, feisty competitor. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he, and I didn't realize how elite his defensive instincts yeah. are. A guy had two blocks that one, he toughed it from behind the guy. Yeah. Um, so he's a, he's a, tough shot maker too um but plays with great pace um and then you got reese kircher who's just like a lightning bolt you know on the court and that's running the point for them so um you got two great shooters i mean another guy who i really enjoyed watching over the weekend and, and when he gets rolling the game's pretty much over and that's amir martin yeah. out of omaha bryant 100%. you know and when he when he gets rolling it does not touch the rim like it is it is just it's net every single time and it's so from 25 he, feet and uh, out <laughs> yeah you gotta go get him you gotta go you gotta go out and guard him he's off the catch and he's off the dribble and he's just got enough stuff to him to where if you bite a little bit, he can get downhill and make a play. Now, what's what, what, you know? And I actually talked to his dad last night. What's what's fun to watch about Amir right now is where he has grown in terms of athleticism. Oh yeah, he's he's now getting up and dunking the ball. Got caught a lob um, in a scrimmage with M, uh, South or Iowa Impact just to start the year. And when I saw that, I, I just I, I was shocked. I was floored. So now he just see the confidence. I mean, he's ripping and going, uh, baseline and dunking. He had a tip dunk that got waved off yeah. uh in, in des moines so when you see him bringing the athleticism part to the table he he becomes a really recruitable kid how long was this in the making that where you felt like it was something you were comfortable with because obviously you had your head high school coaching job and we'll get to that down the road you you've you've been you've got a great standing in the community it's not just as easy as saying oh okay hey listen let's let's go acquire talent like there's a way and a protocol in which I know you like to do business and treat the kids that kind of, it has to be a thing. Otherwise, Mitch Runco isn't doing it. So, like, <laughs> like, like, how did, how did that kind of evolve for you in terms of, of what you wanted to see happen in the community? Um, well, it's, yeah, I mean, that's all I know is this, man. Like, I, I put my kids first. You know, I, I want to do everything I can, especially with, you know, coming back to Omaha, being in L.A. for eight or 10 years was was awesome. I mean, the talent level there is off the charts. The relationships, um, you know, I, I look forward to using those relationships to help our Nebraska kids. But when I first moved out there, Nebraska didn't have one shoe team. And when I talked about it with with guys at Adidas and that, it was kind of like, ah, I don't think that they can handle one. I don't know if they have enough talent. Then all of a sudden you got two teams. And now we have some, you know, one of the best programs, I think. Um, a team that you just don't want to see at 16s and 17s right now in the country. So, um, you know, that was that was a, a fun experience. And now all I want to do is use those relationships and try to help our Omaha kids, our West Iowa kids, l- let people know that we have kids that can hoop. We have kids that can play, you know. And so uh, being around, you know, and getting kids in the gym and training, that's kind of where, you know, I developed my relationship. So, you know, we have our, our team practices, but we, we open up that floor and we train guys uh, beforehand. And I think when guys are just on the court, I think just with me, I think that they uh, understand what I'm trying to do. And it's not win a bunch of AAU games. It's, you know, put these guys on the stage where they can be themselves and they can get an opportunity to play at a four-year school. So, 
I, you know, I don't, I, I don't really know the answer to that question. I just know, you know, I just one day at a time and, you know, put the kids first and, and things have worked out for me. Mm. Let's talk about the, this weekend. Um, I'm three SSB, uh, first live period coming to Omaha, uh, slash council bluffs. Uh, what kind of talent can basketball fans expect to see coming through this weekend? Well, you're going to have uh, a couple top five players in the country. Uh, you got a, a 2025 in Coa Pete. You got a 2024 in Ian Jackson for Utah prospects. So you got a couple top five. You got a lot of top 10 and a bunch of five stars. A lot of guys who are USA basketball. Uh, Travis Perry was Kentucky Gatorade Player of the Year. That Indiana elite team. They're legit. For real. They're and on they our they're, yeah, they're, they're on our schedule. That should be a good yeah. one. That will be a great one. So Travis Perry has an offer from Kentucky, one of the top scorers in, in uh, the state's uh, history. And then you got uh, Flory Badinga, yeah, Badinga, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. So he and he's he's outrageous. I mean, he's he's a six ten big. Uh, he's top five in the country. Um, Gatorade Player of the Year in Indiana. Um, Compton Magic also their six teams are going to come with uh, Agent Zero son. So Elijah Arenas, he's a he just picked up an offer from Nebraska a couple days ago at six six, uh, a Valley kid. So just attended USA basketball, and it's funny when Adidas sends me all these things. It's like how many followers he has on Instagram. It just it kind of cracks me up a little bit. But <laughs> guy has like twenty three thousand followers, and I guess that that means something these days. So, uh, but he's he's going to be a fun kid to watch on the sixteen U. Um, Atlanta Celtics, you know, they got a kid named Jaden Williams. He's a 6'9 big. Uh, he signed with that overtime elite last year. Um, Southeast elite has two big-time players in Mikel Brown, 6'2 guard. Uh, he's a five-star kid. And then um, um, uh, they got a 6'5 wing out there. Um, I don't want to butcher his name, but it's like VJ Edgecombe. You know, and he's they say he's, he's, he's real deal, too, in uh, Nebraska, or a New York Gatorade player of the year. Um, so there's going to be, you know, I'm just looking at this. It's like five-star, five-star. And they've got <laughs> They've got a, you know about ten five stars that you're going to see on the floor. So um, there's a the, the other kid that I really like is um, a kid out of uh, New York. There's a team called New York Whiz Kids. Ian Jackson, six six guard. Uh, he was a gold medalist with USA Basketball, and he's a consensus top five recruit in the 24 class. So um, you know I think uh, you know last time that we hosted this it was the summer. Yeah. yeah. So it was that there was a, I think that that's the time that you want to have it because what I'm you know, not so worried about because there's just so much talent. Coaches are going to be are going to be there. But as you talk to more and more coaches, uh, they're they're hosting a lot yeah. of visits, and so you know that's the one thing about having it in the spring uh, that I'm I'm kind of anxious to see is just you know with all of the transfer portal stuff going on, you know how many college coaches are gonna are are going to be in attendance. But I I imagine with the list this roster across the board. Um, you know, I imagine it's going to be a pretty packed gym. Yeah, it's interesting too because having uh, I was fortunate enough to work for you guys last year as an ambassador for the event. I felt like that was a, and having traveled around the country, I thought Omaha did it as well as anybody around the country. The field house that they did a good job transformation in the gyms, the officiating, like the environment. I felt like was fantastic. When do you think Nebraska or, or in Omaha, maybe not in particular, started to turn the corner in terms of being a destination place to hold events like this? Because that's part of it. Like, you have to be capable of pulling it off. And, you, and your folks, are they're fantastic. And they, and they obviously – so when, at that time, I was still with Compton Magic. So I wasn't, you know, involved with the ins and outs of, of how that tournament was ran. And, and, he and just casually that. dropped Com <laughs> Compton Magic, right? I, I was going to touch on that. Just we'll, casually we'll that dropped Compton. Yeah, well, shoot, I mean, yeah. that, that, that's another reason why I think kids kind of want to um, – 
kind of want to play for us. So because yeah. I, I was fortunate enough to be with that program and, and, and see how, you know, a Tope uh, is the one who runs that deal. And he's as good as it gets. I mean, he has the most marketable AAU program in the country. Um, and so we had, uh, you know, multiple NBA draft picks. I, I don't think we came with uh, an NBA guy in that particular tournament that year. I think we were a little down. Um, but uh, so but going back to that, Omaha obviously did a fantastic job because they're back. You know, and so what's great about Omaha is, you know, again, going back to Compton Magic, when we had to go to Atlanta and we had to go to some of these and we have a 10 a.m. game, those are L.A. kids. That's not 10 a.m. for them. They're still <laughs> on West Coast time. You know, so the idea of having, you know, a central location, I think, is helpful in terms of the time. Uh, the airport is it can be a little bit tough to get into. But outside of that, the gym's right down the street. You've got downtown Omaha that has a lot of different restaurants. Um, and, you know, coaches like to be around the casinos, too. So it just kind of has it has everything, I think that um, Adidas is looking for. Again, the, the one thing is just, I think it's a little bit expensive getting into the airport, but other than that, Omaha has done a phenomenal job of, of putting the show on. Yeah, and you mentioned Compton Magic. We got the, the Runko Bowl on Saturday, ETG 16U against Compton Magic. How's, how's uh, that going to yeah. feel for you uh, over there on the sideline watching that one? Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, those are, those are some of my closest friends. I mean, so, uh, Justin Williams, uh, you know, me and him, we, we were road dogs for, you know, eight years and he's the head coach of 17 U. And, uh, I, he just asked me yesterday if I can find him a gym. And I told him I can't for the 16s. But I'm not for <laughs> you know? Um, so no, they, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited to see those guys. You know, you talk about, you know, the bigger picture here is it, it's all about those relationships and, um, you know, I, being able to work with talent was awesome. I mean, Evan Mobley, I get to work, I got to coach him when he was like seventh, eighth grade, you know, um, Onyeko Kangu, who's at the Hawks, um, Johnny Juzang and Dalen Terry, who nobody wanted to offer early, Dalen <laughs> Terry. Now he's a lottery pick. Oh, he's six, seven, but you know, I don't know what position he is. Well, he's really any position, you know, that you want him to be. So, um, so those, that was a lot of fun. But again, those, that's the relationships. Those are good people. They're really good people and they want what's best for their kids and they're going to fight for them, you know? And so the things that I learned from them, I'm excited to do the same for our kids here in Nebraska. Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, Customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Talking with Mitch Runco here on Nebraska Preps postgame. Mitch, let me ask you something because it's kind of been a slow evolution. We've seen some other people around the country kind of beat Nebraska to the punch, but I love the integration, and you're a testament to it. A quote-unquote AAU guy coaching high school basketball. We've seen the, the Doug Woodards, the Jim Simons, the – Andy Kings, these coaches that are now kind of have have del delve in both worlds. When did high school and AAU basketball start to understand there's some commonality in playing nice together? Yeah, well, uh, Doug Woodard, um, you know, I, he he kind of started this whole thing. You know, um, he's he was a big 
He was kind of like the pioneer of all of this. And I, I know the way it started. It's the same way it started with uh, Atopic Compton Magic. You know, he started it with uh, Rod Palmer, who's now the assistant at UCLA. And the reason that they did it was because what else were we going to do in the spring and summer? My kids are doing nothing. Let's jump in some tournaments. You know, now all of a sudden it gets a little bit bigger. Now you can kind of help kids get recruited in the spring and the summer. So I think it all began with, you know, just coaches loving basketball, wanting their kids to get better. And you just jump in some tournaments and it just kind of um, turned into what it is today. But um, yeah, I mean, Doug, uh, Doug Woodard and, uh, and Jim Simons, you know, they are guys that I talk to all the time that talked to both of them before I came back here about, you know, what this, uh, what Nebraska looks like. And, and, uh, and so they've, you know, they've been big time advocates for, for both high school and AAU. I know a lot of people will say, you know, AAU, it, it gets a certain type of reputation, but I can tell you, oh, that's bad coaches. It's bad basketball. Well, you know, it has phenomenal coaches and it has really bad coaches, just like high school. You know, it's, it's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. So, the only difference is AAU, it has you don't get to work with your kids as much, you know. So, yeah, there is some there is some tough things with chemistry. That's why our 17U is so good yeah. because they do play the right way and they love playing together. So, it, it's it's when you find a group of guys like that, you can do some special things in AAU. And if you start to win a couple games and you and everybody eats, yeah. you know, and that's that's one of my like I've coach at osa this is my ninth year kind of in the program and um just the weekends bouncing around bench to bench learning from all these other coaches you've got you've got the high school coaches you've got um like year-round uh osa coaches you've got people like me that um cut that just coached during during the spring and summer it's just kind of cool seeing just all the the, the various perspectives and different kinds of coaches and just kind of learning from all, all the different people and styles that are within the program yeah, I, I love it. Like I said, I've learned a lot from Alvin. Um, Marty Levinson, good friend. You know, it's my first time actually being on a, a summer circuit. He was a JC coach. So we helped, helped each other out with some players and things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I cannot agree more. I mean, when you're in, you know, into this coaching thing, you're either, you're either growing or you're dying. You know, so to, be, to, so to put ourselves around some, some really great minds and guys who uh, think alike and, and, and understand what we're really trying to accomplish, and you put us all on the floor together, I mean, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And, I, and like I said, I've, I've learned a ton. Yeah, and if you haven't seen uh, Marty coach in person, he's a show unto himself. You oh, will yeah. not find a more oh, yeah. animated, into it coach yeah, you'll anywhere. He's, he's yeah. drawing, he's draw, guys, he's drawing a play-up, okay? We're in the Mocan game or the Howard Puller game. I can't remember. He's drawing a play. He can't draw the play-up because the sweat is dripping <laughs> off of his forehead yeah. and onto the onto the, the board and it's just he can't he can't get it through. So yeah, Marty's Marty's entertaining, but uh yeah, he puts his heart and soul into it. He he doesn't know how to coach any other way. Yeah. So let's let's zero on in this weekend for everybody that's listening and, and, and we'll redrop the pod later on for information. I mean, I'm happy. We get we ETG seventeens have a twelve PM tip, right? You guys will get started in the ten o'clock hour, but it's on a Friday. I mean, that's pretty – I think that's pretty cool. That is a big-time event. Like, how would you like the schedule, and what can folks that want to stop on out, what are, the, what are they looking forward to in, in terms of times? Well, I'm happy to hear you say that because the way that the rules have been in the past until this tournament were on Fridays. I don't think we could start until 5 p.m. That's why I was confused, you know, really yeah, like, when I saw the schedule. Yeah. That was it, yeah. Yeah, and then Sunday, uh, and then every night, you know, you can't tip. Uh, Nine fifty nine is last time. Once yep. it hits ten, you can't you can't throw the ball in the air. Uh, and then Sunday, I think you had to be done by three or five or something like that. Well, what was happening was they were trying to give uh, the athletes time to rest. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that I know Jay Wright at Villanova, who does um, 
who's on uh, the board that kind of helps NABC and, and the NCAA and help with AAU. Um, it was great to have them at our director's meeting in Houston a couple months ago to just kind of air out a couple of these things because they do on the girls' side. So the reason that now we're able to play these games earlier is to help the athletes recover so we're not jamming in so many games at once. And so, yeah, for the first year, you know, I think the first tip is 10.50 a.m. Um, we've got a great schedule. Yeah, our 16s uh, play Friday at – or 17s, is that right? Yeah, 17s yeah. are noon on Friday yeah, against Team Phenom. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, that's that, that was kind of the – uh, the reasoning for all of that. So, so they got Quest and Elite, the Seventeens, on oh. Saturday. How's that for a schedule? <laughs> now they've got they've got a tough one because, um, and it's and it's Mass Rivals too. I mean, yeah. Mass Rivals has Curtain. He's a six four guard who's committed to Michigan State. It's just like, oh, we're all talking about Indiana Elite and and a Dream Vision and and Phenom. I'm sure they've got some guys too. They got a really good sixteen kid. Um, but yeah, then they're gonna finish up with a kid from Michigan State. So I'm sure he won't be tough at all. You know, so, um, but yeah, in, Indiana Elite, um, we've already talked about them. And then, and then last year we went out to Magic Memorial and had a great showing at 16, won the whole thing. Well, the first team we played was Dream Vision, who will play Saturday afternoon, and they did not forget about that, yeah. you know. And so we're not creeping up on anybody like we did last year. They know exactly who we are and what we're capable of. Um, so it is a treacherous schedule for our 17s. But what I love about this team is they wouldn't want it any other way. That's who they want to play. Yeah, yeah, no, no question. And I'll, about I'll make that. sure to tweet out the link to the uh, the Adidas info if people want to go find it there. If you haven't already seen it floating around, um, but want to kind of close, uh, finish up on Westview and uh, kind of yeah. what what this has been like for you. Obviously, coming back here, you, uh, jump in with the the summer stuff, and then this opportunity comes, and now you're building a program from scratch. Um, and mm -hmm. compared to a, a lot of teams building from scratch, you had. Yeah, uh, you had a pretty solid first year. You had some things to build off of. So what was this this uh, this last uh, high school season like for you, kind of getting started at Westview? Um, it was a ton of fun because there's no pressure. <laughs> and it's similar to the job that I took when I was in L.A. when I first got there. I mean, it was it was pretty dismantled, and uh, we had really good young kids. And uh, and and by the time it was done, we, we built a really good program. So it's it's similar. The only difference is, you know, we, we at least had one or two juniors or seniors. I mean, team's best offense against us was a missed shot. Throw something up there and then bully us, get a rebound and a putback. I mean, that's what we saw over and over again. But what we did see is our kids competing nonstop you know, playing the right way. So, you know, having Eric Barons as the athletic director, I played for him. I was not planning on doing high school when I moved back here, but um, the idea of working with Coach Barons, uh, Tom Lee, who I uh, met just before I took the job. I mean, you got, you got two awesome of the, you got two, I mean, two of the <laughs> best. And listen, I'm in the high school game. I have been since 05. I understand how important administration is. And man, if you want your mm -hmm. success, you want your athletics to succeed, you got two goodies, man. You you got a guy that understands athletics and school discipline and and coach Barons, but even further than that, a guy how many principals have won a state championship coaching a sport when they taught, like you have in <laughs> Tom Lee, who's in the community too. I mean, you you that administration is 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 pretty fantastic. Awesome, yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of leaning towards it when Barons took the job. Uh, when I met Tom Lee, he pretty much just sold me, you know. And so he's the and, real and it's deal. Great, it's a, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great location, um, you know. So it's, uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited to, uh, you know, for what the future holds for our program, and I'm excited to uh, represent OPS. 
you know, who's who, who uh, you know, was a little bit down this year, obviously. But, you know, we uh, the kids are excited. They uh, it was it was just weird. You know, you lose the Lincoln East and you're in a locker room where I'm used to seeing tears and people all upset. But it was kind of like, hey, man, we had a good year uh, and we're just getting started. So it was it was kind of a weird feeling after you lose a game uh, that ends your season. But, um, you know, we've got I've got great assistant coaches who have been working with the guys as they take a ton off of my plate because I've really am locked in on AAU at this time. Um, and uh, and the other Thing that's kind of cool about taking that job is the relationships I get to build with the high school coaches, you know. So, um, it's Westview's, I'm, I'm excited about it. Real quick, do you like the do you like the community uh, center aspect of of the gym and kind of what happens with with the setup of the high school? Oh, the YMCA yeah. attached. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's great. I mean, there's there's kids in there nonstop, you know, and not just kids who play basketball, but yeah, I think it's great for all of our Westview kids. So, uh, YMCA has been it's been a great partnership. Um, and it's you know it's a lot of kids who just kind of walk in there to go to the Y and they go oh my gosh this is a pretty cool high school and then all of a sudden you know, come to a game and yep. and uh, so it, it it's been I think it's been great for for our community and it kind of it helps tie up um, you know the the Bennington area the West Omaha area and OPS so it's, it's been great. Man, great stuff, Mitch. I appreciate your patience over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And we're we're, we're going to do good work for you. Yeah, I'm excited to see you this weekend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Join us, Mitch. One, one of the good ones in the business. That is Mitch Runco overseeing uh, along with their their director uh, Alvin Mitchell they just do a really really good job it's gonna be a huge weekend I mean a lot of good basketball and I'm gonna miss you because I don't have anybody to sit by and kind of bug that's that's the one bad thing about coaching like I I missed the last one too because I was coaching my own team so are you excited for St. Louis that's gonna be I think it's gonna quietly be a good one I have no idea what to expect from this league from from the level of competition anything I'm gonna be a little shorthanded so that's making me a, a little nervous but uh Excited to dive in here and now get to play weekend after weekend after the, the the one week on and two weeks off and now we're diving full in to close out the spring. I'll just bug solder. Yeah, I'll be thinking go. about you. Another great week in Nebraska preps post game. That's my man Jacob Padilla. We'll be back next Wednesday. Don't you miss it. A Herd at Sports Network production.